Preachers know what I mean when I say this. The church has just preached my message tonight. Amen. With every, every testimony, every song. And I'm not just saying that tonight. I mean it. And uh, so if this is a big old flop, at least I know I'm doing the will of God tonight. Amen. And so just amazed at what the Lord's done. I want you to go to Song of Solomon chapter number 1 uh, this evening. And we're going to read eight verses here um, in the Word of God. And uh, really, honestly just opened up my Bible to this passage this morning, and uh, the Lord just gave us a thought, and uh, if we were to preach tonight, that's what the Lord would have us to do, and so we're going to read eight verses in the Song of Solomon tonight, chapter number one. Uh, If you're there, say amen. Amen. Song of Solomon one, the Bible says, the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for thy love is better than wine. Because of the savor of thy good ointments, thy name is as an ointment poured forth. Therefore do the virgins love thee. Draw me, we will run after thee. The king hath brought me into his chambers. We will be glad and rejoice in thee. We will remember thy love more than wine. And the upright love thee. I am black but comely, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, of the tents of Kedar, as the curtains of Solomon. Look not upon me because I am black, because the sun hath looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me. They made me the keeper of the vineyards, but my own vineyard have I not kept. Tell me, O thou whom my soul loveth, where thou feedest, where thou makest thy flock to rest at noon. For why why should I be as one that turneth aside by the flocks of thy companions? If thou know not, O thou fairest among women, go thy way forth by the footsteps of the flock and feed thy kids beside the shepherd's tents. Let's pray together. Father, we do thank you, Lord, for this service. I pray, Lord, that you'd help us, God, as we stand to preach tonight. I pray, Lord, that what you've been saying all evening, God, that you'd just drive it home to our hearts. And uh, God, may somebody receive some encouragement. God, may you salvage somebody tonight. And Lord, may you help us, God, just to stay with the church. And Lord, to stay with you. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for loving us. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. As we come to the Song of Solomon tonight, it's plain uh, to us all that it is a love story tonight. It is a story of Solomon, uh, most likely in his younger years. And uh, his uh, eyes fall upon the Shulamite girl. And uh, there's a relationship that is soon formed. And we see that uh, take place through these eight chapters here uh, in the Word of God. And it's a wonderful picture of God and Israel uh, for those Jews, those Old Testament believers. But I'm glad tonight that the New Testament Christian, you and I, uh, can draw great pictures of Christ and the church tonight. By way of introduction, I want you to see number one, verse number one, the Song of Songs which is Solomon's. And so we see the Song of Solomon. This is uh, possibly the greatest psalm or greatest song that Solomon ever wrote. Uh, He wrote uh, some uh, 1,000 different passages. Not all of them were recorded in Scripture, but Solomon uh, was a natural poet. He also wrote by the inspiration of the Spirit of God. But The Bible calls it the Song of Songs. Out of all of the things that he wrote, out of all the things uh, that he said his pen to write, this one 
stands out uh, among them all. And what a great piece of scripture it is. And then secondly, we find the supremacy of Solomon. She says, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. Thy love is better than wine. She goes on throughout the entirety of the book proclaiming the goodness of who Solomon is. You remember in chapter number 5, she talks about him being the chiefest among ten thousands, the fairest of of ten thousands to her soul. And he stands out uh, above all of the others. And he's a wonderful picture uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you put the Lord up beside anybody. Jesus will outshine them all tonight. Amen. And then thirdly tonight, we find the search for Solomon. She is in love with him. This story is being told uh, after, uh, as an afterthought. It's not uh, a narrative being given moment by moment, but this was written afterward. And she draws back from her own mind and her own memory about uh, the love and the relationship that she began to develop uh, with Solomon. And and chapter number 1 opens up with her uh, looking for him. Look at verse number 7. She said, Tell me, O thou whom my soul loveth, where thou feedest, where thou makest thy flock to rest at noon. For why should I be as one that turneth aside by the flocks of thy companions? Verse number 8. He answers her and he says this. He said, If thou know not... O thou fairest among women, go thy way forth by the footsteps of the flock. In chapter number one, she is searching for Solomon. And I'm glad tonight that we can see some pictures here in chapter number one about how Solomon gives her some hints and how Solomon leaves a pathway to how she could find him. And I'm glad tonight that the Lord Jesus Christ has provided some ways that sinful men could get to him tonight. Amen. There was mention of a Bible tonight. There was mention of the Spirit of God. Thank God we heard uh, good encouraging songs tonight. Amen. Uh, David said it like this. He said, He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness uh, for His name's sake tonight. Amen. Uh, she is, he, is, he has left a path uh, and He gives her specific instruction uh, to follow that path so that she might be able to find Him tonight. Amen. It just makes sense tonight that if she's looking for a shepherd... He gives instruction that she ought to look and see where the flock is tonight. Amen. And he gives her those instructions in verse number 8. And he says this. He says, go thy way forth by the footsteps of the flock. If, if I can tonight for just a few moments with the help of the Lord, I want to preach on this thought tonight in the footsteps of the flock. I'm glad that God has laid out a path for His people even though God has laid out a path for sinful men. I'm glad, thank God, that whenever we're saved and we're born again, sometimes like the bride tonight in the Song of Solomon, we can lose our way a little bit. We can uh, mismanage our sense of direction. We can grow cold and indifferent on the Lord. And I'm glad uh, that God has left a path. And I'm glad uh, that God desires for us to be with Him. He desires for us to fellowship with Him. He desires for us to take advantage of of the opportunities of communion that we have with Him tonight. Amen. Number one, we find that it is a path of love. 
The Bible opens up the Song of Solomon with uh, statements of adoration concerning Solomon. uh, She speaks about his affection there in verse number 2. She said, Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for thy love is better than wine. Amen. Uh, There's a contrast that's given between Solomon and the world. Notice what she said. She mentioned him there in verse number 2, in verse number 3. And she gives that instruction draw me we will run after thee uh, in verse number 4 but notice in verse number 6 she says this she says look not upon me because I am black because the sun hath looked upon me my mother's children were angry with me they made me the keepers of the vineyards but my mine own vineyard have I not kept there's a great contrast between Solomon and the world and I'm glad tonight that we can find a great contrast uh, between Jesus Christ and the world. Amen. Uh, Listen, you'll never go wrong serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, The greatest life that we could ever live. And it's been pronounced over and over tonight uh, how good the Lord is, how He blesses His people, how He takes care of us tonight. Polycarp, one of the Apostle John's disciples, he said this tonight. He said, 86 years have I served Christ and nor has He ever done me any harm. Amen. In other words, as the songwriter said, he ain't ever done me nothing but good. Amen. I'm glad he's never let me down. I'm glad he's never fallen short. I'm glad he's never come up empty. I'm glad he's on time every time. And where I failed, he's championed. Where I've fallen short, he's come through. I'm talking about the Lord of the King of glory, of the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. I'm talking about the true and the living God of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. Amen. You see this bride throughout this book. Boy, it starts out and she says, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. Boy, there's great passion in those words, but pretty soon we find her love is waxing cold. She's up and she's down. She's in and she's out. She's hard and she's cold. But I'm glad that whenever we examine Solomon, thank God the bridegroom and his love is always the same. He's ever constant. Amen. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he's laid out before us a, a path of love tonight. Amen. If there's a trademark of Christianity... It's love tonight. Amen. It's been said in recent days that really loving our enemies or or loving Judas was put out on social media. Loving the Judases in our life is the true test of Christianity. And that sounds really good on the surface. But the fact of the matter is tonight is the true test of Christianity is not loving Judas. It's loving Jesus. Amen. Because I can't love Judas the way I'm supposed to love him if I don't love Christ the way I'm supposed to love him. Amen. And listen, we can truly, we can truly love others when we truly love the Lord tonight. Amen. I'm 
I'm glad, thank God, I'm in love with Jesus and He is in love with me. Notice secondly, and we'll hasten on this point, it's a path of labor. She said in verse number 6, she said, Look not upon me because I am black, because the sun hath looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me, and they made me the keeper of the vineyards, but mine own vineyard have I not kept. Notice the reality of her labor. She says, I am black because the sun hath looked upon me. Uh, she had been out in the fields working and laboring because uh, uh, there of Solomon. He, she caught his attention uh, laboring in the fields. We see the rejection of her labor. Notice there again in verse number 6. She said, my mother's children were angry with me. There was jealousy there. Because of her labor and because of her work, it was unbecoming of this young girl. It was unbecoming of this young woman. But thank God she was willing to go out and to labor in the field. The Bible said, my mother's children were angry with me. You know, when you truly serve the Lord and you truly attempt to serve Him, there's always going to be... Uh, an aspect of jealousy. There's always going to be an aspect of misunderstanding with other people. And uh, they'll make statements like, oh, well, well, aren't you spiritual? And you know, I thought that's what we were supposed to be. Amen. I thought we were to, we were supposed to be spiritual. Amen. And most of the time when people say, you know, I like so-and-so, they're real. What they really mean tonight is I like so-and-so because they're carnal like me. Amen. But we're to be like Jesus tonight. Amen. We're to draw closer to Him and His love. And we do that for our labor tonight. Amen. The reality of our labor, the rejection of our labor. But then I want to hasten this real quick, give you this, and then I'll hasten along real quickly tonight. Look in verse number 6. She she said, they made me the keeper of the vineyard. She was out working. She was out laboring. But here's the tragedy of it at the end of verse number 6. She said, but mine own vineyard have I not kept. As you labor for the Lord. As you study for your Sunday school class. Preacher, as you study to go and, and, and make those rounds as you minister and as you have the opportunity to preach and have, as you have the opportunity to counsel with people and talk with people uh, who have looming problems and questions in their heart and in their mind and you look at the book and you draw something out of it uh, to put out over and over and over again. That's wonderful and it's good. But if you don't keep your own vineyard, if you don't stop to draw something out of the wells of the Scripture for yourself, you take the opportunity to spend time with God for yourself tonight. Be jealous, be, be uh, uh, tonight, be uh, stingy with your devotion time. Amen. Uh, draw closer to the Lord and draw things out of the Word of God for yourself so that you can truly help others tonight. Amen. We see it's a path of love, it's a path of labor. Notice it's a path of, of lordship. Look what he, she said in verse number 7. She said, Tell me, O thou whom my soul loveth, where thou feedest, where thou makest thy flock to rest at noon. And those sheep were under the lordship, under the command of the shepherd. And here she is not trying to get away from that. But she's trying to find him so that she may submit herself unto him tonight. Amen. She said, why would I turn aside by the flocks of thy companions? Why, why would I turn 
to anybody else. Peter said these words. He said, to whom shall we go? For thou hast the words of eternal life. It's not a drudgery to serve him tonight. Amen. Uh, listen, words like commandments and thou shalt and thou shalt not. And no one's perfect tonight. Amen. But we ought to delight, find our delight uh, in the law of God tonight. We're not what we used to be. Amen. Uh, we're not where we used to be. Hallelujah. We're not what we're going to be. But Jesus Christ has made a difference in our life. And if you're born again tonight, you're going to love the things that Jesus loves and you'll hate the things that Jesus hates tonight. Matthew chapter number 6 and verse number 8. Jesus said, For your Father knoweth what things you have need of before he ask him tonight amen you submit yourself to his lordship and you'll find someone that will absolutely take care of you tonight amen do you need wisdom you'll find it in him do you need substance you'll find it in him do you need satisfaction you'll find it in him do you need completion tonight you'll find it in him and him alone tonight amen. but then I want you to see this and I'm done Notice it's not only a path of love, it's a path of labor, it's a, a path of lordship, but notice it's a path of, of legacy tonight. Said in verse number 8, or he says in verse number 8, he said, If thou know not, O thou fairest among women, go thy way forth by the footsteps of the flock and feed thy kids beside the shepherd's tents. He's encouraging her to lead those young lambs and those youth of the flock. He's encouraging them to come to where he is and allow those young lambs and allow those young sheep to, sheep, sheep to feed under the leadership and the direction and the care of the shepherd tonight. Amen. And as God has laid out a path for us to walk in, we're attempting to walk in His righteousness for His name's sake. We're attempting to serve Him and to please Him. I'm glad that there are some kids. I'm glad that there are some youth. Amen. Uh, that we're leading about tonight. And I'm glad, thank God, we don't have parents uh, that would decide to lead them to the world uh, or lead them to places of ill repute uh, or lead them to places where we'll look back uh, and we'll be ashamed. Uh, I'm glad my children have found themselves in the house of God tonight. Amen. Uh, I'm glad, thank God, come by, somebody came to where I was and they preached the gospel to me and I can take what I've heard and I can take what I felt and I can take what I know tonight and I can pass it on to the next generation I'm glad thank God that we can keep on keeping on for the honor and the glory of God preacher mentioned tonight those that have quit those that have went astray those that have faltered you know what the devil wants to do when you hear about the preacher falling or you hear about brother or sister so and so leaving the faith? You know what the devil wants you to do? You know, you ought to just quit too. You ought to just stop. What, what's the point? You know, you, there's some things out there that you really want to do. You really want to live the life that you want to live and you can be in control of your uh, life tonight but you know and you understand that that just ends in disaster. I want to tell you something tonight. Whenever a preacher quits or I hear about some tragedy in the ministry, it does not make me want to quit, but it gives me resolve to just continue on. And it's been said tonight, you've got to make up your mind. Though none go with me, still I will follow. What are you going to do if your best friend quits on God? 
What are you going to do, ma'am? What are you going to do, sir, if your best friend quits? If that one that you've been buddies with in the church all these years, they, they quit, they turn tail, and they leave. What are you going to do tonight? Man, God's worth serving tonight. Amen. And I don't want to be guilty of serving Him for anybody else but for His own honor and His own glory tonight. Amen. Maybe you've heard about something. Maybe somebody's disappointed you. Maybe somebody's upset you. I'm glad there's one tonight who will never let you down. And He's laid out a path for you to follow tonight. He's given us a church, given us a pastor, given us a good place where we can come and we can worship. And we heard testimonies tonight. And I was encouraged by that. And you know, if it hadn't been for a church, I wouldn't have known anything about that tonight. Amen. But tonight, I'm just following in the footsteps of the flock. Amen. Those that have paved the way, those that have went on before us, and they've proved to us and they've showed us that you can finish the race well tonight. Amen. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And it says this, it says, For by it the elders obtained a good report. Amen. You know what made those people in Hebrews 11 so great? It wasn't their accolades, wasn't their attributes, wasn't anything about them. They had a great big God. They had a great Savior that they just believed tonight. Amen. He's worth serving tonight as we stand together.